Passenger opening up another edition of Michael L. Craver Presents. Got a short one for you here at lunch. Not what she said. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful Thursday, July the 15th. I um, had opened up uh, many of my notes and said to myself, you know, we've uh, set personal goals to have a life outside of work. Been putting a lot of overtime in and the balance work-life balance. As you put more on one side of the scale, it's harder to balance the other side of the scale. Red Rover, as I called it, um, to one of my teammates earlier. And um, (laughs) it's a very interesting time in uh, the corporate world, in my personal world. Uh, A lot of... uh, (laughs) How should we say... So, professionally, there's a lot of things that we are handling that are, um, as uh, Roddy Piper would say, behind the eight ball. Wait a minute, that's not what he was talking about. Well, look, um, when you're working from behind, professionally, personally, financially, or otherwise, it makes life a little more difficult, doesn't it? People who have um, stress, if they miss one more payment, they are going to be repossessed, evicted. They suffer consequences, right? And then there's other folks who, if they miss one, um, they're at the beginning of that um, ladder, the first step on that ladder, right? Oh, I've missed one payment, now two payments. Now you get a notice. Now you get another notice. Now you get a final notice. All right. Well, you know, I, I luckily have lived my life based on a, concept of stability so i've i put a few dollars here a few dollars there credit card there so there's you spread that money out the way that a net um, a catch a fall a safety net would spread out and that way it absorbs the shock uh, of the things that are going on and um, those of you out there who are, are going on vacation you're taking Summertime chances, if you're going to concerts, you're going abroad, flying, cruises, anybody? The cruises, that was the big, you know, cabin fever, corona clusters last year. They suspended cruises, like, immediately. But uh, if you're out there, you're doing any of these things, you know, those are the, uh, where you take and you, you pay. Sometimes you pay a little, sometimes you pay all you have, as they say in the, um, I believe in the opening and in the uh, closing of Stephen King's Storm of the Century. It's one of my favorite movies. My name is Michael Anderson, and I'm not what you'd call a Rhodes Scholar. I don't have much in the way of philosophy either, but I know one thing. In this world, you have to pay as you go. Sometimes, all you have. 
That's a lesson I thought I learned nine years ago during what folks in these parts call the storm of the century. But I was wrong. I only started learning during the big blow. I finished just last week. Main character's name is Michael Anderson. Those of you who's never taken uh, a dive into Mick Garris's, it's a TV movie called Storm of the Century. I believe King had begun writing it years and years ago. Um, and they needed a project, so he picked it up, turned it out. ABC made a three-part series out of it. That's uh, that's what real brainstorming, real sweetballing, and uh, tough decisions are all about. It's a story of a town, an island. That's why it's the storm of the century. Uh, inhabits inhabitants of the island are inhabiting it during the storm. They can't get off the island. and There is a uh, force, a man. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> and uh, he's put them in a fix. They've got to make a decision. So, I recommend checking it out. It's well worth the... Um, you got to sit through the whole thing for the ending to, to really uh, play out with its full force. We get to get the full force of the storm, yeah. But uh, I know it's in three parts. I've seen it broken up on YouTube. You just you get bored. You want to watch Storm of the Century. You're motivated and you want to watch. Good, turn it on. Parts one, two, and three. Um, can't speak highly enough. I now will watch anything in the world that Tim Daly, who plays Michael Anderson, Tim Daly. If you don't know him, he's in a lot of other things. He is probably mainly known uh, for his detective or his pilot work on television he's he was joe and brian i don't remember their last name but uh he's the pilot he's the owner of sandpiper airlines on nbc's wings from the 90s it was on after cheers was such a great show uh and comb fior who plays uh a different role in storm of the century Comfior is in a lot of different things. He's in uh, Stephen King's, uh, not Stephen King. Whew. He's in some other Stephen King. He's in uh, Clint Eastwood's The Changeling um, remake that he did. I believe that's a 2008 movie. Uh, and he's in several other things with military sort of backgrounds and stuff. But he's a he's a very skilled young man who's just never been mainstream featured and, and appreciated the way that he could be. Anyway, those of you who are um, partaking in summertime activities, you're going out, you're doing all these vacations, these adventures. Uh, I hear great things from different places. Uh, I know that, brother, uh, there's a young man who's trying to been he's trying to talk me into doing a, a buddy podcast with him, uh, Mister Mister Fuji, who I've, I've spoken about from the restaurant uh, business. He's he's a big wig uh, for a, a Fortune 50 company. Um. I know he is going, or is presently, uh, on vacation uh, in Colonial Williamsburg and Bush Gardens and, and those areas of uh, Virginia and the United States. I know the Rock doesn't have uh, far to go to get there. He's got a the Rock's got a big ranch and his horses up in Virginia. So those you Dwayne Johnson fans out there, maybe you'll see him and and Mr. Fuji together. Wouldn't that be something? When I heard my kids having too much fun in the hall I never imagined they'd be playing mud ball They sure made a mess, but I won't be stressed 
with my cleaning hero, Scrub Daddy. When a regular sponge won't do, get Scrub Daddy. Firm in cool water, soft and warm, scratch-free and odor-free. He's our cleaning machine, Scrub Daddy. Clean anything with a smile. But look, um, if you're out there roaming around, I, I highly recommend you know anybody who wants to to check out you know go go patronize your water parks, especially especially in California, right where there's a big drought. But no, go patronize your water parks and your hotels and your those places. They need this year's money to make up for last year's money and to be there for next year's money. So take a chance, right? Get out of the house, you saved the money, you collected the unemployment, maybe you got the stimulus, whatever you might still be sitting on or not be sitting on. But hell, man, as I've said so many times, I'd rather make the memories, right? I'd rather lose the sleep. I'd rather have something to show for it than closing my eyes and dreaming about it. Daydreams are just not as uh, rewarding uh, as, as you get older, especially those are your dreams that are unrealized. It's the things that you actually did. You look back on and you're like, oh, yeah. Anyway, And um, I, myself, uh, am getting ready to take a trip um, to California. So we'll see how that goes. But um, like a family out there, my stepbrother um, is a, I'm not going to say his name, but he works for a, a big time aeronautics company and, and does some, Design work, some engineering from them. He's got an engineering degree. I think a couple of them from the the great, the great red, not China, not Russia, no, 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 no. the NC State and the great Wolfpack, uh, big institution in our family, uh, and institution in every sense of the word. Uh, the the learning experience, the tradition, uh, every generation has has gone to NC State so far. So. Um, it's a very, very good place. I've got three, three brothers with <laughs> multiple degrees from NC State. Um, and they, and they do go the good things. And, but I know that out in California, they're, they're having wildfires. I just read an article that said they dumped 17 million gallons of raw sewage into the, uh, the ocean in Los Angeles and they closed the beaches. It's not, it's not looking like a good time to be in California. <laughs> <laughs> was there a good time to be in California? Anyway, uh, you know, so so I'm, you know, I'll be out of pocket more than most and um, putting myself into a risky situation. Hopefully the risk versus re- reward is worth it uh, to go cross country. I guess that's as far as I've ever been from home or will be. Um, the previous record is uh, Aurora or Denver. Colorado and drove back and uh, I could tell you that we got a beautiful looking country and I saw a lot of it uh but if you drive back half asleep and just trying to get back before you know you got to miss work three days later don't get a chance to really appreciate it the way that uh, you should and so I'm I think for those of you out there you're going to spend your money take the time and appreciate it And, and if you take on a little bit more debt on that credit card or you know you gotta get down to your last dollar just think it over in your head. I'm all about being analytical and critical thinking. And If you think that what you're doing is reasonable, and I I do, or I wouldn't be doing it, um, I encourage you to 
dive in. Dig into your pockets. Swipe that plastic. Make some memories. Because if we've learned anything over the last year and a half, uh, the unpredictable nature of the society we live in could take away all of those things on your bucket list um, instantaneously. And uh, it could make it very hard for you to get back on the the path to be able to do those things, right? I, I think a lot of people change careers, jobs, um, the way they go, kids go to school, their daycare, everything in the last year. So as I'm looking out at the sunshine today and I'm working more hours than ever, I'm like, man, I'm working more hours than ever. And then a part of me is like, yeah, but didn't you work less hours than ever last year? And then balancing out, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. I didn't put so many hours in last year when we were furloughed. I guess yeah, furlough is probably an appropriate word. I'm a mammal. Anyway, I just think that we we have the opportunity to do so many things um, with each other and as a group that it's important to get out there and support each other and go see everybody's town. And, you know, if you want to listen to some music or God just had to turn down some tickets to go see um, Country Legend, he is to me, uh, Toby Keith um, this weekend. It just doesn't work out. I'm I'm working and he's too far away and I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> I I know how much money is promised into other places. <laughs> so as much as I would like to make the memory of, of uh, going to see Toby Keith, it's like hmm, that's a few hundred more dollars that we we can't account for at this time. Now, in the long run, sure, we'll, we'll make it on the back end. You know, I'll sleep when I'm dead, that kind of thing. But um, eh, right now, it's just maybe that's like this uh, this tag team that uh, Dan's wanting to put together, a tag team podcast, where he's, he's like, hey, man, don't you want to have a podcast with the best? That's where that comes from, by the way, Dan, who inaccurately, inaccurately, uh, claims that Paulie Shore is the guy who says the best. No, 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 no. He says it comes from the movie Son-in-Law. Now I went out of my way to watch that movie and find this so I could put it in the context, and I would put it into the show right here with a clip right here. You're not gonna hear anything but silence. There is no clip. <laughs> it didn't come from that movie. He was confused. But um, if he does find it, I'll certainly give him uh, not only. A reminder credit, but then I'll you know go back to the source and I'll interface that with uh, interface. <sighs> I'm trying too hard with our vocabulary here. We will we will mix that clip into the show, make it happen. But not a lot going on. Um, if you're listening to me for the exciting things like uh, personal fights and uh, telling people that they're uh, they're just not better than me and they whatever. Um, what I'll tell you in terms of motivation and that kind of thing is this. I believe that we all have the ability to uh, rearrange things for what's important. And that doesn't, these old, these cliches and quotes and things that people just take and just smear all over social media. Let me be very clear about this. You are not supposed to reproduce anybody else's work in digital form or otherwise without their permission. 
So when you go running around copying whoever it is, Bukowski, or you know, you're just copying, you know, some old quote, copying a picture, and that's that's yours. It's somebody else's intellectual property. And if you don't believe me, then I ask the United States Title Seventeen. And intellectual property is, you know, that's where people get sued for copyright violations. And so, yeah, it's great. We're sharing stuff. We're, I guess, paying homage or something to those people. And you're really just, really just harmlessly spreading the word. And that's not what you're doing. You're reproducing their stuff and then sending it to somebody else. And if, if you want to give them a copy, pay for it and give them a copy. Don't send them a picture of it where it's free because to reproduce it and, to, you know, the, the idea behind it deserves the credit and recognition. And that's why we have all of the judgments that courts hand down for these monetary amounts because people are supposed to be compensated for their work, especially if it's copied, reproduced, plagiarized, otherwise. The, the thing for me is, if you want some motivation here, is I would tell you that you can rearrange things. Anybody who's giving you those quotes about, oh, people will make time for what's important. Could be. Could be what they think is important is just falling behind on the priority list because they got to work first. My kids are number one. Yeah, great. Then quit your job and have no money coming in. Oh, I can't do that. Right? So what's important may, may not be what you're spending your time on. Sometimes you've got to rearrange to meet the budget or, or to, you know, have resources, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so it's really important to me. Well, yes, it's important to me to spend time with the people I love and uh, get, some, get some time in with, with your loved ones, with your family. You know, I'm putting time in at work just, you know, because that's an obligation that I have. It's a commitment that I have. And these commitments um, often are negotiable can be rearranged, and, and people um, in every facet have the ability to compromise and understand. You know, work gives you time off, or they rearrange your schedule, or you know, lighten your workload, whatever it might be. People around you can do the same thing, though they're not your employer and you don't have a contract with them. Well, you might be married, but you can say, hey, hey, uh, <coughs> I'm going to work extra this week, so you know, we've got to push this activity off a little bit. I'm not going to be at this place. I'm not going to be available at that time. And so you talk about it, and you make arrangements. Pretty simple, right? Communication is key. So you can let people know that what is important to you is voiced, and it's in front of them, and they hear it, right? Because just saying it goes a long way. That communication factor goes a long way. Oh, I didn't know. Now you know. So... It's important to me um, if I was going to push a, a lesson, uh, you know, per se, because people like to grab those kind of things out of my episodes. That's the feedback I get. I would tell you that while you're prioritizing things and rearranging things this summer, do it in an extraordinary way. Try doing it in an extraordinary way. This ordinary thing where you, I'm going to work 40 hours, I'm going to spend the evenings doing this and wake up tomorrow at the same time. We're going to push the button and repeat it right i think it's paul Heyman and brock lesnar who had the original idea the original shirt says eat sleep suplex repeat or whatever and now people have taken that and just run with it right because wrestling's so mainstream people just copy it they did the same thing with that and i don't know the name i'm sure 
my buddies will correct me, uh, keep calm and whatever, you know, that person owns, you know, and they came up with that idea. And then it's been copied and passed around and they don't get their due, right? So what I'm voicing out of this, though, is mix it up. It's great to have a routine. It's great to have stability. But you can take stability and then start building it up and going further and further. And it doesn't have to be like a house of cards where the slightest wind blows down and ruins all your plans. You can certainly take and and build, have strong foundations where things are dexterous, where there's areas of opportunity. Okay, I have a little bit of money in the bank. All right, cool. Now I can flex my work schedule and I can try to do this. Or I can work really hard, put a little more money in the bank, and then I'm going to take that time off that I'm building up and I'm going to spend it all on this vacation. I'm going to cash out. Go for it. Some people are not going to be that adventurous because they're going to look at it and say, ho, ho, I made X number of dollars, but i got to put this money into retirement and this is for Christmas. So you can do that. But I, I encourage you to be thinking... In those circles, as you begin to um, make your plans, like um, a dartboard, or like a bullseye, you know, a dartboard is probably more accurate because you you throw in an idea at the board. Oh, how many points is this worth? Okay, how far is it from the bullseye? Right, so you want something that is completely fluent you have this number of dollars coming in this number of dollars going out and and you want to end up in the positive saving some on the back end security you know all those kinds of things but i will tell you that you know like this trip i'm gonna take throwing caution to the wind brother i'm no i'm not looking for ways to go broke but the things that i'm looking at if i'm looking i'm looking at quality and there's a very new uh way that i'm looking at a lot of that stuff where i'm like hey how about a hotel in venice beach oh overlooking this or that all right this one's 70 dollars a night and this one's 200 dollars a night and this one that one's 300 dollars a night but look at that mm-hmm. and just to go there and spend that money and have that experience is is it's interesting in some ways it's a very capable rewarding responsible reinforcing situation because I can, I can do that, and I'm going to do that. Heck with what anybody else thinks. Other folks are going to say, you know what? If you go stay in that $60 a night room, you're only going to be a room this long, and then you can go eat somewhere else nice. You can go buy stuff on the boardwalk. You can go do this and rent a jet ski. And th- those are both very good proponents. Those are both good sides to the argument. What are you going to do? What's more sacred to you? And that's the that's really the question that gets asked in the Storm of the Century film. What is the sacred choice? Where, where does your faith lie? What choice can you live with? What if it goes wrong? That's why the movie is so interesting. Um, however, I think when in terms of, of the way that I'm, I'm going to do this, I've been, the word frugal might come if someone was to give a description of me. Um, I'm not cheap, that's for sure. I just spent a boatload of money on my princess. Daughter just turned 13, so 
Got her this. I, <laughs> here's you an interesting story. I went and bought her a computer. Best Buy had one in stock. I was told by my brother, the wizard. I was told by the wizard, old, old saint, Saint Nick. He says to me, you know, computers are harder to come by. They're like lumber. You know, the prices are higher and technology and it's harder to get microchips. So the, you know, the supply and demand, you're paying more for computers. Uh, okay. I go over to Best Buy. They got one. He's like, here's the one we got. Comes up on the screen, $1,600 in tax, and then you got to whatever else, right? God bless. All right, well, her birthday's today, and you know what? What do I, you remember what I announced myself in, in a previous episode? I, Michael! You know, yeah, I was I was thinking in my head, I'm like, you know, what's the, the old saying is go big or go home, whatever those cliche things are. So I did, and um, she ended up with a very nice, what I thought was a very nice computer. It is. I ran it by some nice people. I ran it by the top guy I know, and he's the top of his field in the world. <coughs> Shout out to my, to my brother. But our new McDonald's spicy chicken McNuggets are just the right amount of spicy. A small to medium Sprite kind of spicy. Uh, let's get a McFlurry after this kind of spicy. But if you get the mighty hot sauce, it's a napkins up for foreheads now kind of spicy. Uh, this came from McDonald's kind of spicy? Because our spicy chicken McNuggets breaded in tempura and made with cayenne are just the right amount of spicy. Unless you remember what I said about the sauce. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Um, <laughs> I gave her the computer. She thanked me. Big happiness, big smiles. Very, 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 very optimistic. And my son, <laughs> he, he takes a look at it and says, "That's now we got the same computer." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" I don't want to hear that. What are you talking about? You got the same computer. I bought your computer last year. You're now. I'm not saying all this out loud, but in my head, it's going. Last year was eleven hundred dollars I spent on his computer, and he got a really nice computer. I'm looking like, wait a minute now. I paid seventeen. I paid seventeen hundred dollars for the same computer. Like, you know, but I know, and I. It might be the same computer. I don't know. I didn't, I've got photos of both of them, but uh, I didn't compare. And at this point, I don't want to know. <laughs> I just want to know she's happy. But, you know, I was in that moment. I said, it's the, number one, it's this computer or we're leaving without one. So there's that, there's that deal breaker. And from there, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of money. But, you know, I'm, I wish somebody had spent that money on me when they bought me a computer. So I did. And I did the math, and it'll take me roughly, because of what I, I put a percentage of money into retirement from my work, and then they take taxes. So I, I'm figuring it'll take roughly 100 hours of overtime to pay for her computer. Um, so those of you out there who, who have retirement and stock and all those wonderful benefits that some companies offer, I encourage you to partake in them. But in moments like this where you put an uh, above average percentage into your future, it can make any um, adventurous purchases in the present. It can make them seem 
Like they're hard to swallow. I don't think anybody wants to be hard to swallow. Wait a minute. I just, it's one of those things, you know, it's like right there, I'm on the moment, bam, we're getting it for her. So I did. And there she is. She's enjoying her, her gaming computer. Cyber power, PC, something. Um, I probably know if I wanted to really think back in my head. I just don't like putting everybody's business everywhere. It's a great computer. It's held up well for my son. It's going to do well for her. And I don't think my kids listen to my podcast, but if they do, then you then you getting a little heads up here, a little spoiler alert, forecast for you. <laughs> the um, the next I've I've got a nice virtual reality system that's never been used. It's it's a top of the line Oculus, and uh, it can only be run by a very powerful computer tower, which I. Gave to each one of my children instead of replacing mine. And um, I'm going to make sure they get that virtual reality system. I, I know my my daughter was showing me her virtual reality system on her birthday. She's got a... You know, it's an Oculus. It's a different model that just runs off a phone. It's very interesting. But um, I was given one um, by... Uh, I think it was a joint present from old... Uh, uh, soul made and from my mother and it was a big big time Christmas present it was, it's a great great gift I I got it out I tried to start setting it up and I said well, it doesn't you don't you don't just plug it into the wall and hook it up to your Wi-Fi no it's got to be run by a very powerful graphics card and a computer with a lot of RAM and I do not possess such a machine so it went right back in the box <laughs> I've been waiting on such a machine to come along. And now I have purchased one. It just resides with my daughter. <laughs> so guess who's going to really be enjoying virtual reality? The folks who should be. The kids. My virtual reality is right here on this show. <laughs> That's all I need. So I'm going to wrap up. It's, it's about the end of lunchtime. I was doing a quick episode um, because it's important. Those of you out there with the opportunity to enjoy the summer, spend some money, go into debt. I'm going to encourage you in this uh, instance to make your vacation budget and then spend almost twice uh, what your what your budget is. That's what I'm doing. Uh, it's highly recommended uh, by all the credit card companies. <laughs> I'm sure. Discover Card American Express is going to be sending me sponsorship money before this is over. But... Um, there's some very, very interesting things to do if you put your head and you, you put your mind to it. Um, however, you know, I'm making a down payment on all these things before and then I'll be paying it off after by working a lot of overtime. And um, it means I can't be the same, oh, I'm going to cook all the meals. I'm going to fix everything. I'm going to do... Mm-mm. I'm, I'm less available to, to myself, to loved ones, to to be a good neighbor, to go walk the, the dog, to do anything. Because uh, you're tied to to uh, your profession. So I figure I'll, I'll play this game for a little while. And uh, in my head, I've already balanced it out and said, you know what? I had last year off for the most part because of the furlough and the pandemic and so- 
So I'm just working last year, this year. It's good. It's good, right? Now, a lot of people aren't thinking like that. They're like, I had a year off. I'm going to work twice as hard next year. I hope you do. And as time goes on, it's harder to work twice as hard. You get older physiologically. You, you break down. You just can't work at the same pace. You work smarter, uh, not harder. Which is not what the people at Pfizer say. I tell that joke too many times. But I, I really think that um, anybody who's got a chance, you go watch Storm of the Century. Um, that's a good... There's a good way to test your belief system and let you know which side you're on. You watch it with watch it with somebody you love and talk about it afterwards. But uh, I also will say to you that uh, if you get a chance to uh, hit the beaches up, to um, go out to, to any of your favorite restaurants or otherwise, go out there and, and check it out. It's great that you want to put money into the pockets of um, the delivery, Grubhub, DoorDash, Instant Cart, whatever. But I implore you to to patronize brick and mortar places and and use their facilities and see people's faces and, and get out there and um, be part of a community. Enjoying everything um, remotely is um, it's, it's toxic, really, in the long run for all of us to to isolate. It's not you know think about it in terms of prison. We're going to put you in solitary confinement. No! You know, and if you've watched Cool Hand Luke or Shawshank Redemption or any other of a thousand other prison movies, you know that's supposed to punish people. That's what you do to the people who are on death row, right? In solitary confinement. Prison cell of their own kind of thing. But if you're a human being and you're a member of a species and a community and a, a tribe, more or less, right? Get out there. Engage with all of us. Maybe everything's not such a vacation and not such a an exotic experience after all. To get out there in front of and around strange people, you can basically do that every single day by just going out to your local stores, shopping at the grocery store, eating out at a restaurant now and then. Say hello to the folks around you. Open doors, open the bathroom door, pick a napkin up, somebody drops it. I mean, engage in the people around you. Please and thank you and left and right turn indicators and all that stuff. I can't tell you how much it means to the people around you to be part of a community and to really enjoy you as a person they can rely on. And especially in these times where what I'm basically asking you to do is partake in uh, being a tourist. Go somewhere else and be part of their community because a lot of our um Commerce, especially in coastal regions and things like where I do my business, um, are dependent upon people being good neighbors and good commuters and what I would consider a good member of society. What? You're not going to take your vacation? What about these people? They're dependent on you. They're waiting on you. They have high hopes that somebody's going to come, like build the dreams. If you build it, they will come. Hopefully. If not, they build it, you stay home, they go bankrupt. And it hurts everybody. So then you don't have those beautiful places. And then those places become the dilapidated ghetto like, you know, what? oh man, what happened to that tourist town? Mm-mm, now it's a ghost town. So. If you don't want your town full of spooks, then 
I, you know what's up. Anyway, just enjoy your summer. Putting a little little something out there for you today. As a uh, go spend your money, have a vacation, don't think twice kind of thing. Yeah, I'm I'm probably the most analytical and and over <laughs> buried person I know. I will ask questions and and microscope something to death. But in this case, I'm I'm telling you, it makes sense. Be reckless with your your choices and your money a little bit. It'll choose uh, for you how you have to come back on the other side and pay for it. Now you're not going to be able to call up American Express. Hello, hello. <laughs> how can we help you? Well, I'm gonna tell you, this guy he's got a great podcast, but he told me to spend all my money. Can you cut me a break on the interest rate? I'm like hell no. Oh, but we love him. Who are you listening to? Michael L. Craver presents. Love that show. Pay your bill. Here's the late fee. <laughs> Thank you for calling America. That's all that's going to go. Don't use me as an excuse, as a way to uh, have any of your debt uh, It's deferred. It's, it's not going to happen. I'm a powerful guy. I've got a great voice. Carries across all the streaming platforms. But not into the financial sector. So um, I'm telling you, spend at your own risk. But if you're taking my advice, spend adventurously. Get some good food. I don't know if I should eat that elephant ear. Yes, you should. Enjoy yourself. Stuff your face. Have white stuff all over your lips, your nose. Look like Tony Montana. Or I can't do a Scarface uh, impersonation or accent or whatever. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, look like a, a crackhead when you're done. Enjoy that elephant ear. Have that powdered sugar everywhere. Look like you ate, you know, French toast like a pig. And it just enjoy the sugar rush. The sun, the scenery. If it rains when you're at the beach, enjoy it. How many times do you get to see rain over the ocean? Not often. So take that memory and another memory and enjoy it year-round. They're both beautiful things. Sun and rain. you got to have the photosynthesis. But let me be very clear. Photosynthesis is a death sentence uh, if it's only sun and if it's modified, it's the only sun and there's no moisture. If, if things don't get wet, there will be no action. You've got to have something like rain to keep you from being in a drought. Otherwise, everything's all dusty. Y'all have a great week. You look forward to a new episode soon. Go spend you some vacation money. Get off of here. Go get on TripAdvisor or Expedia or... Wherever you may choose, book something, do something, go to an Airbnb. Uh, and matter of fact, I'm encouraging this behavior because in the future I might be involved in real estate or something. So I want to get you in that habit, and then you can come back to me if I ever go down that road, right? Just a thought. Just a daydream, remember? Memories are better than daydreams. Have a great Thursday. I'll talk to you real soon. Folks, it's been our pleasure at Michael L. Craver Presents to bring you this fine podcast. Be sure that you like, you subscribe, you leave a review if you've enjoyed what you had to hear today. You can listen on all your favorite media platforms, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Tell Alexa, 
to play Michael L. Craver Presents. Take care of yourself out there.